This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Swinging Through Comics. Visit mjmunoz.com STC for notes and links, and don't forget to subscribe. Like, share, and comment to help me grow. This is episode 69 of Swinging Through Comics, You Need to Feel to Emote. I'm analyzing Radiant Black, issue number four. Radiant Black 4 came out May 19, 2021, the writer is Kyle Higgins, the artist is Marcelo Costa, the color artist, or color assistant rather, is Rod Fernandez, the letterer is Becca Carey, cover A was done by Marcelo Costa, along with Eduardo Ferrigato. I'm not going to make the joke. Jumping straight in to the bad stuff of this episode, or rather this issue, I've been reviewing TV stuff lately, uh, I want to know... This is a bit of a stretch. I had to put something here because I have this section, you know. Why did it take so long for the Radiant Robot to gain the ability to interface with Nathan? And then, why is it able to carry on uh, after that with Marshall without a problem? I mean, I guess the answer to that probably would be it learned the human brain to robot brain interface and then it was done. So now it could talk to anybody, at least who speaks English. But maybe it speaks to them in their own language. I don't know. Anyway, moving on from there. Fun stuff. What, what was the fun stuff this issue? Uh, Radiant Red throwing Nathan through the apartment building, or whatever it was, was fantastic. Uh, that is a fabulous page and a great use of the comics medium. I applaud Costa and the uh, crew for making that scene work so well. Nice work. Alright, moving on to the good. Something is finally, really, truly happening in this comic book. And I like it a lot. Uh, I hope you read this thing, because if not, there's huge spoilers ahead, so I'll, I'll soft-pedal and ease you into it with this. My question is, how do you feel about the latest developments? Are you excited? Is this an improvement? My answer to that is, uh, I like them. I think they're good. Uh, they are exciting, and it is possibly an improvement. Well, I'll be kind of harsh. It's an improvement, because I was ready to drop this thing. I read... Uh, after reading issue two, I was ready to drop it, but I already told the comic store that I wanted issue three, and I feel bad about telling them, put this on my pull list, take it off my pull list. So, anyway, I picked up the issue, told them to take it off my pull. Uh, after I read three, I put it back on, um, and I'm definitely going to keep it on, for now, at least. Um, there's up to seven issues, like, in production. Uh, I bet it'll be a longer series than seven issues. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I, um, I'm into it. So, is this a recommend? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, Marshall said it himself, so I've, this is my explanation as to why it's a recommend, and I'm kind of, you know, gelling, condensing everything into this one, one, one go. It's actually two paragraphs, but just ignore that. Marshall said it himself, you need to feel something to emote something. This book finally got me to feel for these guys. I recently stumbled across a saying regarding storytelling, meaning creates emotion. And it resonated with me. All the stories I still carry with me are because of the moments where there is this big emotional release due to something meaningful happening between two characters. The context around these people and their actions has to have weight. It has to matter for me to care and feel anything. That's finally happening here in a profound way. In fact, as I'm making these notes, my feelings about this story so far are changing. I think I'm starting to really like it. I don't know how much of a straight-laced superhero story this will be, and I am slightly annoyed that uh, about the pivot here, but I'm excited to see where this goes and how it will be handled. Marshall telling Nathan he lacks vision is nearly villainous. <laughs> Nathan and Marshall are both flawed protagonists. In his final moments, Nathan proved to be a more noble and more courageous person than he has ever been so far. He died a hero. A hero who relented and chose not to kill an enemy when he had the chance. A hero who saved everyone he could, even that enemy. 
When Marshall talks to the Radiant Robot, he tells it he is willing to do what he has to. He says he is willing to kill him. Based on the dry, technical translation from the Radiant Robot, and based on his state of mind, I suspect Marshall thinks that the him he has to kill is Radiant Red. I don't think that is actually the case, though. <laughs> he would be happy to take vengeance on him, I am sure. I hope this is, or the, uh, I hope that is what he wants for now, especially because I suspect they may have to work together to save the planet. That should open lots of possibilities for this story. Marshall has showed us who he is. Confrontational, arrogant, grasping, selfish, attention-seeking. He told Nathan he'd probably exploit the radiant power to enrich himself. Nathan had dreams but wouldn't work for them. But when it counted, he did what he could to save everyone in reach. Marshall has grand plans but was just trudging along in life, it seems. Are they the same in that way? What makes the difference between them? I guess we're going to find out as the story continues. And, uh... I don't know. I almost feel like the difference is that Marshall was waiting for something special to come along for him to do something with, whereas Nathan had something special, his writing, that he didn't, that he failed to do something with. Anyway, that's it for this analysis of Radiant Black issue four. Um, by now, you know, I'm into it. I'm excited for issue five, and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, I skipped over the little comic in the end, because that's what I do. <laughs> Most of those things don't interest me. When you have a drop or change in the uh, cartooning style, I'm out. Uh, so, yeah, I, if you liked it, if you read it and you liked it, tell me about it, tell me I should go back and read it, or whatever. Uh, I guess I'd be interested to know that. But for now, um, that's all for the review, all the all for the analysis. Uh, I'd love to hear your comments on it, because this was a, you know, a monumental milestone issue of Radiant Black, and, uh, you know, it does change everything, for reals, and uh, that's a good thing. So, anyway... Uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to encourage you, though, to go ahead and check out mgmoonish.com slash STC, but also check out all the other podcast review type things I'm doing over there. I'm doing lots of stuff and uh, in different genres. There's the Ultraman, Rise of Ultraman, which will be coming out pretty shortly after this. Uh, that review, uh, is addition, or in addition to that, I'm reviewing Ultraman Z as it's ongoing right now. It's uh, We're at like episode 16 by the time you'll hear this. Um, and it's like a 20-some episode series. Like So there's probably like nine episodes left or so. It's nine weeks, a couple months worth. Um, so anyway, follow along for that. Lots of good stuff going on over at mgmunis.com. I also have my story, Ava and the Glowbug, uh, which I have written and I'm waiting for, well, I'm searching for an artist. If a tokusatsu artist, uh, wants to reach out to me and we can work together on it, that would be super awesome. But the, the manuscript is there. You can read it yourself. You can tell me how much you like the story or don't. Uh, regardless, um, my wife and kids like it and my kids, I was ex excited talking about them or talking about it with them, uh, yesterday, um, as I record this, uh, telling them my plans for the second book and a little bit the third book because I want it to be a three book series and uh, that'll be probably it for now. So anyway, uh, with that, I'm going to encourage you to be the hero that you needed in your most desperate hour. Uh, with that, this is uh, MJ signing out. I'm leaving you with peace and blessings. <laughs>